Hi there. This is Brian Durier, host of the Batcast and writer for Just Bat Reviews. Over the next several weeks, we intend to slide with you into the wonderful world of bats. With the help of Mad Max and CloseOutBats.com, we will take an in-depth look at the best bats, bat regulations, bat performance, and other topics we think are helpful for both parents and players alike. Much of this information can be found on our respective sites, but this Batcast takes it from your eyes to your ears. There's a drive! Way back! It could be! 7-14. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a drive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time, and it's Henry Aaron. Brian Durier from Just Bad Reviews. Welcome to our very first Batcast. It is uh, the Friday after Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and as such, the bat world goes a little crazy. It's, it's dead quiet in November, but then those weekends come, and, or that weekend comes, and before you know it, it's, it's gone gangbusters. And so uh, we thought we'd call up our good buddy Max to close out bats, get a feel for how the market went, and maybe ask him a few questions. Hey, Max, Brian Durier, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, how about you? Good, man. Hey, we got you, uh, we're recording you right here. This is our first, uh, this is our first episode of the Batcast. How do you feel about that? Pretty excited, man. Pretty excited. Yeah, you, uh, you guys get any sleep over the last couple days? I know it's been, uh, it's a crazy week for Batbenders. Is that, that true? Yeah, we're, uh, we're working on no sleep, a lot of coffee, a lot of Red Bull, all, all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, I was hanging out with my family over the, and we would just, you know, I would of course look at Facebook every so often, and it would just crack me up to hear to see you guys' videos, man. You guys were going to town, man. It seemed like you were. Uh, I don't know where you got the elf suit, dude, but <laughs> Amazon.com. <laughs> That's rocking and rolling, man. That's pretty nice. I guess. I guess the question is. You know, as as a, as a, as a consumer, it's always fun to sort of hear the inside story as to how, like, like what what percentage of bats do you sell in the last three days of November versus maybe the first, you know, twenty seven. I guess, I guess this year it was twenty. What was it? Twenty five versus the last four. Is it is it like is it the same? Is it a little bit more? What, what's what's the difference in like tenor? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, so the month of November notoriously has always been. Uh, last week month, you know, it's it's the last week that comes, everything kind of comes together. So I would say it starts the week of Thanksgiving, that Monday, and kind of the jets are turned on and it goes full throttle till you know, right now, you know, we're, we're jamming, firing on all cylinders. So, you know, the first half of the month, you try to, you know, catch up on sleep and stuff like that and get everything groomed and everything ready. But, you know, once you hit November, no matter when Thanksgiving falls out, but you know, November twenty first, it, it's go time, and things kind of pick up from there till till Christmas. And and are people buying? Are people buying the old bats? I mean, are, are they buying two thousand sixteen stuff, or are they buying two thousand seventeen stuff now? Or is it, or is it just a combination? I'd say it's a combination, but always the two thousand sixteen is always going to be more popular, or the or last year's model. You know, when we're in. 2015, the 2014 was the sought-after bat. So it's always been that last year's model around this time really started to kind of fly. And then, you know, come February, there is no last year's model really anymore. It's like we didn't do our job if we're sitting around with some of last year's model stuff. Come February or March, you know, like a, a Mako or a Demarini CF series won't be there in, in, in March just because people are all flying to the website trying to grab you know, their last deal or something like that on last year's model bat. Yeah, and, and that's just that's just a function of price, right? People are just looking at, hey, the, the Mako Beast isn't much different, or at least in their mind, right? They're saying the Mako Beast isn't much different than the Mako, so therefore I'm going to save myself, you know, 100 bucks. Or in the case of the Torque, I'm going to save myself 250 bucks by oh, buying this a- bat. Abs- absolutely, yeah. It, it really does come down to all about saving, especially this time of year. Yeah, that makes sense. It's 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 fun to see you know to see just bat reviews. The site, it, it's it's similar, uh, it, it, and I think it's a function of people uh, searching for bad information. And it makes sense, right? I mean, the first three or four weeks of November, 
it is it's crickets. It's it's really really slow. In fact, it is the slowest time that the track that, that I ever see in terms of traffic. And that starts probably the second or third week in October, right when the right when the World Series gets over. And this one went a little bit longer, which is always good for traffic at least. But uh, after the World Series gets over to Black Friday, it is like, man, this pe- people just don't care about baseball, or at least about baseball, <laughs> at least about baseball bats. And so, but man, you're it's the same thing for me. That Monday, you start to see it click up. You're like, oh, it's doing well. And then that Friday comes, uh, Black Friday, and it is just absolute. I, mean, I don't know how to. It's it's just gangbusters, man. It's crazy just to how crazy it goes. And, the, and you know, we, we have a page in our site, and I think I think we put some closeout bat stuff on there, right? It's the one that you know the yeah. cyber the Cyber Monday, the Black Friday deal page that we sort of update the industry by. And that page is that page makes up fifty percent of our traffic on our site those days. It's unbelievable. It's it's really it's really crazy. But I, so so I so I guess uh, I guess the real question is. At least, as somebody who writes and, and concerns himself about bats all day, is how how did the youth barrel bats do? How did the two and a quarter little little league barrel bats do? Yeah, that's uh, that's another great question, another great point, especially this time of year. The two and a quarter bat actually did uh, very well this holiday season, which isn't even over. Just kind of the beginning of it, you know, the Mako sold, the CF series sold. Um, even ones that are, are less sought after bats, like I would even say the Techzilla from Anderson, like not that sexy name bat, they did sell. They did sell, and people are, are definitely looking for those those bats on the, on the website. And and for those listening, I, I think that I, at least to you and me, I think that question is obvious. But let me let me point out why that question might not be like actually I think is a fair question because yeah, in, come January of 2018. Every two and one quarter BPF 1.15 stamp bat in the two and one quarter space specifically will no longer be legal, at least at least in Little League. And we, we often write on the site that you, you have Little League, like the proper noun, capital L's, Little League, and then you have just Little League. And, and, and yeah. a lot of people get a little confused about that, but there is really a governing body that controls things like the Little League World Series that's called Little League International, and you can you can correct me here if I if I'm not getting this right, but if, from what I understand, Little League International, and they actually have a system, and that's Capital Little League, uh, and they actually have certain bat standards that they allow and don't allow. That's you know you see on ESPN a Little League World Series, they're using these two and a quarter, one point one five, and there's a lot of leagues that subscribe to that same those same bat standards, and so that's Capital Little League. There's also Little League that that you know parents just call stuff Little League, and, and maybe correct. At least the way that I would describe it, I would describe Little League is not comp baseball or competitive baseball. So that's basically rec league. But there's a lot of rec leagues. For example, the rec league that my boys play in, there is no, uh, they don't, they don't subscribe to the same 1.15 two and a quarter barrel bats um, because they're just. You can some, use what you guys can use whatever you want. Yeah, we use whatever. But but definitely people around town call that Little League baseball. But that's that's lowercase Little League. But but. I, it, but in terms of coming January 2018, literally capital L is changing their bat standard away from these two and a quarter. So of course the question becomes: Are parents still out there buying two and a quarter baseball bats, knowing that, uh, well, geez, and I guess in 13 months from today almost, they uh, they they're they're no longer at least they're no longer they're no longer legal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really the great point. That's uh, knowing that those. Uh those bats kind of have a time clock to them, let's say, or an expiration date, almost like food in a sense, kind of gives me a nightmare and it keeps me up at night. But, uh, you know, it, it's good to see, you know, definitely a lot of questions on Facebook, on all over the place, phone calls coming in, like, hey, what's the deal with this bat? So there's definitely some people still, like it, like you said, hey, it sounds simple to, to you and me. Hey, what are those Little League bats selling? And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, they are. And it's like, why would you ask that? It's like, it's obvious to you and me, but like a lot of people don't know that out there. I think that they're going to uh, be surprised by that. Like, what's going on with that? It's very confusing. Confusing. It was confusing to me when I first heard it. You know. I think you're probably closer connected, close, more closely connected to the, these these vendors. Why? Why would they do that to us? I mean, is it why? Why? Why, why would they change? Why would they change? It seems to me that baseball's. I, baseball's perfectly fine. I mean, I, I mean, what, what, what am I missing as a consumer? What am I missing? Why, why would they change this from 
from what I understand, it's going to be called USA Bat, right? It's a new standard called yeah, USA Bat. Yeah, USA Bat standard. Why? Is going to be why? The name of it. Well, what's what's their what's their thing? I mean, do you have a you have a feel on what their thinking is? I know that from a vendor standpoint, they want no part in this. They want um, you know no part in obviously you know changing the bats. Their bats are perfectly fine right now. They're you know freaking out more than we're freaking out in, in a way because they have a bunch of two and a quarter bats. They have you know a bunch that they need to get rid of and unload. So ultimately, they're very you know upset about the whole decision. But I think what it comes down to is what the safe answer would be is, hey, we're changing the bat standard. Um, for the integrity of the game, and uh, you know that that we could kind of dive in deeper on kind of what that means. What does the integrity of the game mean? You know, to me, it means hey, we want to just you know. I didn't know when hitting home runs was was a bad thing in Little League baseball, especially for a younger kid that's 12 and under. I didn't know you know. Would you agree with that? That that's not a, a bad thing having a 12 year old hit a home run. I mean, happy as anything. Yeah, I've never I've never met a kid or an adult who hit a home run as a as a kid and said you know I wish. I just wish I wouldn't have hit as many home runs as I did. Like I've never, I've never, I've never had that experience. And I, I assume most people are perfectly fine with the number of home runs they hit in Little League or the number of home runs their kid hit. I, I, I struggle to see, I struggle to see the phrase, and they, I think they use that in their press release. I struggle to see the, the, the phrase, the integrity of the game. I struggle to see how changing the bats, and and maybe we haven't mentioned this yet, but but the new standard is much. It's much less aggressive. It's it's similar yeah. to it's similar to to BB core, which is a, supposed to be similar to wood, which we can talk about in a second. But it's it's much less. There's much less trampoline effect on a BPF or, or on a new USA bat. Although I, we've yet to hit one. This is just all from what we've heard. Versus a BPF 1.15 bat. So why they would make it less impressive uh, for a 12 year old kid, or, or less 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 possible for a 12 year old kid to to, to hit a bomb, I don't know. I, I it doesn't yeah. that, that 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 doesn't seem right to me. But you know, I'm just reading what they say. It totally makes. Uh, I mean, not. It makes no sense to me right now that uh, the reason for it. But you mentioned BB core, which I think is uh, is key because probably a lot of people that you know are listening uh, probably don't know what BB core is because BB core is the the standard that they put in the high school bats a couple years ago. Uh, I believe 2011, 2012. I don't, I don't know if that's you have the actual date there on when they put that in, but that was no. the, the old standard uh, for high school and college was called BSR, and uh, the balls would absolutely rocket off these bats. I mean, there were bats like the Voodoo, which are an aluminum barrel-based bat, and the balls were just flying off of them. So uh, college came out first and said, hey, we're going to change the standard, and we're going to go to this new BB core bat, and uh, BB core ultimately dummies down the, the bat. It plays more like a wood bat. We hear that all the time, that wood has the least amount of pop, and that's exactly what the BB core bats kind of played like, and then high school followed suit, and high school then went to the BB Corps bats a year later. So almost literally kind of following the same thing. And a couple of years after, you know, the whole BSR to BB Corps change, I could say we're kind of, you know, it, it wasn't, it was kind of a, a better change than this, I would say, because it was, they gave you a two-year grace period, which they're saying, you know, two-year grace period on this as well. But I just think it wasn't as messy uh, with the BB Corps and BSR standard. I think there was a lot less time to, um, there's a lot less time to recover here from this Little League thing. It, it's it's a nightmare, ultimately, is what it kind of comes down to. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be super interesting. So, that, so that's good to hear that that it sounds like sales were fine. I mean, it didn't, it didn't. You, you guys didn't see, and, and maybe I don't know if that's a function of just parents not parents not knowing, um, or if you know. I, I think, frankly, I think a lot of parents uh, and a lot of players buy a new bat every year anyways. I'm not, I just, you know, they, they just buy a new one anyway. So, so who cares if it, you know, if in a year from now we got to buy a, uh, you know, a USA bat because, you know, because little, little, little Timmy is 12 and he's, you know, he's four foot seven and weighs 80 pounds. And by the time he's 13, he's going to be five foot three and weigh 130. And so they know they're going to buy a new bat. And so who cares? So maybe it's some of that mentality or maybe it's, they just didn't know. And so, yeah, it, yeah. It, it is possible, but a lot of times people do go through, you know, they go through three bats in one year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I think also on, on some other setting, you know, your Little League bat, two and a quarter, you know, you, you, you could possibly use that in some tournaments and stuff like that. And from directly from the manufacturer, you know, uh, I've heard off the record from different manufacturers that the new USA bat is not going to have any pop at all. It's not exactly the, the, the greatest bat. It's almost going to perform like a, 
uh, a one-piece aluminum, like low-end, uh, best way to describe it would be like the Eastern S500 in a way, below that. Wow. That's... Wow. I, so so let, let me back up a little bit. So, so two, two questions come from that. What, one is, uh, and I'll, I'll let you answer both of them at the same time, but the, but the first one is, how, what leagues will this not affect? Um, and, and so that, I want to sort of talk about that. And then the second question is, again, as a consumer of, of more baseball and softball bats than anybody I know, I, I go to, you know, I look at eBay, I look in the secondary market uh, often. I mean, honestly, maybe even daily, just for looking for who's selling what and what prices are what and what's going to end on auction. And I'm not, I am always willing to pull the trigger on something. Uh, if, if it's some crazy price on some bat, I'm always willing to do it, um, which is why, you know, I have like 240 bats in my base, which is, which is ridiculous. But I, I look at uh, the secondary market and, you know, I don't know how many two and a quarter barrels there are on there, but there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of secondary. Two and a quarter BPF 1.15 have been around for a while. And I don't know the number, five, six years. It feels like it's been quite a while. Yeah. So, so again, if I if I were a manufacturer, and maybe walk me through this, because I'm a, I, if I were a manufacturer and I wanted to sell a bunch more bats, well, one way to do that would be to make all the other bats in the secondary market illegal, right? I mean, I would just say, hey, all those bats are illegal. You can't use them. Uh, therefore, ha ha, you guys now have to buy all new bats from us. So, I, I think a lot of consumers might feel like that. So. Uh, Rebut that, if you will, or, or maybe maybe you just agree with that. Maybe, maybe, and I know you mentioned that, hey, manufacturers don't want to go through this change, and it's a big pain, but at the end of the day, doesn't it, doesn't it ultimately mean that they're going to sell more bats to us consumers because all the bats I can now log in onto eBay and see, I don't know how many there are today, probably 7,000, that those things are illegal, so I can't use them. Therefore, where else can I buy a new bat? Lo and behold, it's from Easton. I got to call Easton or 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 close out bats because they're selling Easton. Where where, yeah. where where is that thinking wrong? Where is that thinking not 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 in line so, with reality? Yeah. So for, first to answer the question, I mean, where these bats would, would still be good would be on on a UCCA uh, standard, which seems to be almost like in a way. Um, the wild, wild west, where you can pretty much bring anything as long as it has that stamp to it. So, you know, there, you know, you could still use it there. There is a lot of leagues that it is affecting. Obviously, we mentioned the little league that that's who it's affecting the most, and that's the biggest organization, huge uh, organization in the world. So it's it's a major hit. But to also, you know, we get that a lot. We get that a lot from customers calling up and coming into our store saying like. Oh, you know, they're changing the rules. So, and we got it when it happened when it switched uh, from BSR to, to BB Core. It's like, oh, you know, you guys are behind this. You and Easton, I almost, it, you know, it was a couple of years ago, and uh, I was a little bit younger, and I was like, oh, you know, these, I was like getting angry. Like, how did they really think that? And now, you know, looking back on it, it, it it's almost laughable because it's like this is the last thing that we would want as a, as a vendor, and the last thing that a manufacturer would want because. We're sitting with bats that basically are older model bats that just you couldn't use anywhere. You know, you can't use them anywhere. It's not you can only use them on that UAA field. That's such a small percentage. So it's like again, knowing inventory has an expiration date is the worst possible feeling um, in the world. Knowing that like, hey, we have to get rid of it. Not like, hey, we'll get rid of it next Christmas or you know next holiday season or this spring. You know, it's. You know, July Fourth comes and it's it's you know six months and, and that's it. You know, we, that's scary. That's a scary thought. Um, so I, I think that uh, someone to like question like oh it's or say hey this is Easton behind this. They want to make more money. They want to make uh, more money and they want everyone to buy an Easton bat. It's far from the truth. They don't want that at all. They're in the same thought we are. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably a fair response. I still think there'll probably be some parents, just because uh, uh, we as parents like to resent spending money on anything, yeah. especially when we look at bat prices that I, I swear four or five years ago, you tell somebody there's going to be a $450 bat on the market, and they would just have been like, no way, dude. Like, there's no way. Like, a bat was, an expensive bat was $199, and, and now... You know, you're you're looking at the, the the bottom shelf of the performance space is 199, and I feel like we're two I feel like we're two years away from being like, look, there's no bats that are 199 in the quote unquote performance space. Um, yeah. So, but so so I I, I, I sort of I sort of get that. I, I think that makes sense. I I think again, I think a lot of parents uh, buy bats anyways every year, but this will be a fun thing to complain about. Yeah, I think I think a parent saying like, 
the thought of like, hey, I'm going to wait till this new USA uh, back comes out, the new new standard back comes out next year, is kind of in a way like they're not being fair to themselves and not being fair to the kid because it's like, who knows what that bat's going to be? Who knows if every manufacturer is going to make a bat? Like I just spoke to the guys at Axe uh, on Monday after you know the holiday weekend, and they're like, hey, what are you seeing out there? And the same questions you know you're asking about the the youth baseball bats, and it's like. They don't want to make a USA bat next year. They're coming out. They're strictly thinking almost like a BB curtain line with some softball in it because it's going to be too confusing. Parents aren't going to know what to buy. And uh, I think that ultimately, like, you know, saying, hey, we're not going to buy a, a bat until 2018. It's like you're going to wait till then. And who even knows what your league is going to do? What if your league breaks away from Little League Baseball, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's exactly right. In fact, I'm, I'm on I'm on the uh, board of a local rec league, and, and that, that 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 that's a conversation every year. You know, are we staying with are we staying with Cal Ripken? Are we going to move to Pony? Are are we going to go unaffiliated? Uh, uh, you know, there there's a big comp league uh, in the Intermountain States uh, that that they're typical. They, they don't have any rules. <laughs> there's there's you could I should say they don't have any rules until you get 14 years old, and then, and then then it's a lot of wood bat stuff. Um, but, but up until then, you know, there's not a ton of, of control. And so I, I think it will affect less people than what I think really will happen in real life. C- clearly there is those very competitive leagues in the, 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 the capital, the proper noun little league space that they will clearly be affected. And that will be, so, so, so you probably, you, you should know this, that, that will be 2017, um, no, no, 2018. 2000, little, January 1st, 2018. So, so, the, so the Little League World Series coming in August or whenever it comes of 2017. So the next Little League World Series, um, yeah. that there will be the new bats will be there or no? It'll still be old bats because 2017. No, it's, it's it's so Easton's obviously a major player there, and they've already kind of uh, come out with what they're going to say, uh, what what they're going to do. Actually, they're going to come out with uh, two and a quarter bats using the Little League World Series, but they're going to have the same graphics on what the new USA Baseball bats are going to be. So uh, kind of smart marketing in that way, in a sense. But So they're going to, this is, will be the last Little League World Series um, with those two and a quarter bats. Who knows if ever, or you know, what happens if this is a major debacle and they go back to the, you know, that's a, that's a whole other separate, obviously, issue. Like what if this, you know, what if this doesn't work? And what if they go literally, you know, a bunch of people have dropped out of Little League Baseball and USA, you know, U-Triple-S-A baseball takes off. You know, it goes straight up. And, uh, you know, a bunch of people are joining that league because, you know, they know the bat that they just bought they can use. So that's an interesting point. So this, this Little League World Series will have two and a quarter bats, but the same graphics as the bats that you'd probably be looking at this time next year. Yeah, which will be the USA bats. And, and, and I'll tell you, my... I feel like I've thought about this a lot. We've we've written uh, I don't know I feel like at least two pretty significant articles on the site that get a ton of traffic when you first talk about you know the death of BPF. Um, yeah. But but old, you know as I sort of thought through it I, I'm not I, I do although there's a part of me that wants to be skeptical about the vendors and the manufacturers I, I I think I've had enough conversations with them to believe them and I think these are you know enough off the record conversations to hear that same sentiment that you expressed which is no no. We don't. We don't want this. This is not. This is not good for us in terms of inventory, in terms of going through the research and development that it takes, and and the cost it takes to meet that new standard. Because we we've had now four or five, six years where a lot of these companies have have figured out how to get really super close to 1.15 along the length of the barrel, and now you're sort of resetting all that. So a lot of the smaller manufacturers are like, oh man. You know, it yeah. took it took five years for us to finally figure this out, and Easton and the Mako figured it out day one, and they crushed us. And you know, two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen Mako was unbelievable because do they. Do you think? Do you think that's the reason why they're going to it? Do you think in part it's the, the, the Mako? Do you think that that orange Mako is the reason why they're switching to this USA bat standard? No, oh, that's a good question. I, I don't know, but that that bat that bat changed the game. I mean, it really did. It changed. It changed the. the where parents, I think, sat in the stands and thought, "Oh, dang, dude, that bat can that bat can rake," and it was it would change, especially in the two and a quarter space. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if you can take it back to one thing. I I still struggle a little bit 
with the phrase game integrity. I, 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 so, so I sort of I buy into what vendors and manufacturers are saying in general because I don't think they're excited about this change. Will it ultimately mean more money to their bottom line? I, I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that's the no, case. No, because it's, it's ultimately what it ultimately does to – it's Little League bats are being dumped, obviously, and uh, it, come July, they're going to be below what the cost is on the bat. So it's like, you know, if you're getting rid of those and they're like, oh, well, you'll make it up on the new USA bat. It's like, that's not what we're looking to do here. You know, we don't want to, you know, we, we'd rather sell this, you know, same flow cycle. Hey, this is last year's model bat. You can save yourself – you know, fifty to hundred dollars, rather than hey, you, you know, we're we're losing fifty to hundred dollars on a bat. <laughs> That's like the source. last thing we want to do. Yeah, I my, my and that my big struggle with it is I don't feel like they have enough control. Uh, so so let, let me go back because and you mentioned a little bit earlier when they went from from BESR from best sort of BB core and then they played BB core and we have another article on our site that talks about the the amount of offensive production. When BB Core came into the market, and 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 offensive production went from in, in in collegiate baseball went from the best it's ever been during the Besser Center because again these bats would get broken in and as you as you pointed out they were stupid hot I mean they were like it, and if you remember back in the day the run it was like twenty three to seventeen in the in the World yeah. Series when it was the elite pitching of college baseball the score was like twenty two to seventeen I mean it was it was ridiculous so so they made a change which made sense I think a lot of people agree with that. But they went so far to the other side that BB core standards, the first three years that BB core standards were in place, college production was the lowest it had ever been in like 50 years. Batting every, every all the offensive productions. So, so the pendulum sort of swung to the other side of it. And so what they did uh, two years ago is they actually changed the baseball, right? They, they made these yeah. – the, the baseball used to have a certain seam, a, a height of a seam, and they made that seam smaller because if, if there's less uh, drag, if there's coefficient, then the ball can fly further. And maybe that played out a little bit. I still don't think the stats show in the last two years with that new baseball. I don't think the stats show it's gotten – much better. It's definitely gotten better. No, but I thought after that, uh, I thought after the BB Corbat, the, after the BSR bats going to BB Corbat, that, yeah, they were, they, those first year and second year, they were rough. But I thought, and I looked at the article on your website, I thought last year, the year before, oh, the BB Corbats are pretty good, but the numbers didn't show that the numbers were actually still pretty bad, actually, runs per game. They were way down. They were actually, I thought, worse after the, uh, than the first year, you know, BB Corbat was in you know, in play, which was very surprising for me. Yeah, it's, it is interesting. So, so I, I, get, I guess I just don't see a mechanism that Little League International is going to solve that problem if, in fact, this USA Bats is a pendulum swing. If it's so much, what, what are they going to be able to do? They can't change the baseballs. I mean, maybe in the Little League World Series and some defined tournaments they can, they can force the baseball, but anybody who has been at a Little League baseball game, and I mean capital Little League baseball game, a state tournament, good, good luck – Good luck having enough baseballs there. I mean, this isn't, it's not in a stadium. This is played in some field where you, know, you hit it over the backstop and it's in the weeds and you can't get it. I mean, it's, it's not like we have an unlimited number of baseballs to control the baseball. And so I fear that the pendulum is going to swing so much that it's going to have the same problem BB Core did for those first three years. And then, and then only exaggerated by the fact that I think manufacturers are going to struggle for two or three years to try to meet that standard. But in those first two or three years, um, when they find out that, oh, USA Bat, we, we pushed the standard too much, the pendulum swung too much, um, and what's the mechanism to, to make it better? We can't change the baseball. What are we going to do, make the, make the field shorter? Like, that's that's not the, that's not the solution. That costs a bunch yeah, of money, too. Definitely, definitely not. So, so the only answer is, in three or four years from now, they're going to say, oh, man, you know, we're going to go to – we're going to go to BPF 1.07, you know. We're, we're going to do something yeah. in between, and that's just a little – I guess it's just a little frustrating to think that – and I don't even know how these decisions are made, but it's just a group of dudes sitting in a room that are like, okay, let's vote. You know, it's, it's seven guys or however, however it's even decided that, that affects literally hundreds of thousands of people. And I think, and, and I'm fearful that the, the baseball experience for this 12-year-old who used to crush home runs or whose older brother crushed home runs at 12 and now he's 12 and it's his turn, uh, little, little Timmy can't hit it out because – I think what he, I think what they should have done is kind of what uh, – you know, BSR to BB Corp kind of did take a page out of their their book. I mean, we knew the move was coming. We had ample warning time, which was key. I mean, it's still frustrating enough, but you know, then they come out and they say college does it first, which obviously there's no way you could say, oh, the old you know, twelve is going to do it, but ten's not going to do it, or something like that. But 
almost next year, 2018, now we introduce USA Bats and they come into play. There will probably be some people that would buy it. I'm sure they would use it knowing that, hey, this is going to be the new bat that you can use next year. So if you're looking for longevity, get the USA bat rather than the old Little League bat and see kind of what happens and see what, what it does and kind of that would be the test. And then all of a sudden, if it comes down to it where, hey, this is not the right move. These, bat, these bats are no good. People are not wanting to play. It's just overall not good and more people are selecting the two and a quarter bat. Then maybe you could pull the plug on that. But you're just kind of going into this saying, no one even has a model out that says, hey, this is what it looks like. I mean, they're, you know, we're less than, you know, we're 13 months away from this, and the manufacturer has no idea which bat they're going to come out with, you know? Yeah, we're in trouble. It's going to be a, it's going to be a crazy time. And I, and, I, and I really think that it's going to take some of these companies, especially the smaller ones, it's going to take them a few years and a few iterations to get their bat great. I wouldn't be surprised we often write on the site, we talk about best bats, and, and we always say, you know, we always say, man, the, you know, what, the phrase we use is the, the, the best bat for most is not the best bat for all. And we think yeah. in, the, in the last few years, there's, there's, frankly, there's a lot of really good bats. I mean, and the CS Zen, I, at least, you know, it's really, it's a good bat. The, the Mako Beast is a flipping great, it's a great bat. The 917, the Quattro, I mean, the list, the list goes on, right? These are really, yeah. really good bats, and they all seem to meet the standard, upon, you know, along a good length of the barrel. But, but three, four years ago, that wasn't the case, and and I just think I wouldn't be surprised if next year we we, we find out, and by next year I mean 2018, so a year, so 13 months from now, if we find out that there is one particular bat, just like the you know like the orange Mako that absolutely crushes it, I wouldn't be surprised because again. I think there's a, the manufacturers are going to struggle to get to that line, um, yeah. and, and they're going to have to see a bunch of iterations from a bunch of companies before they can all, frankly, kind of copy each other. Um, so that that's going to be interesting. I, I don't know if uh, I would bet. I would bet on Easton to do that. They seem to be the leading force as far as the manufacturers go. I think that uh, DeMarie is kind of content with not having the little league space. I think Easton has kind of owned that, as we see in the little league world series. I think. Uh, you know, they'll go forward and kind of they'll probably put in all their hours and energy spent into figuring that bat out. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I, I think that's they. Uh, you know, especially with their connection to the Little League World Series, I think they. I think they probably feel like they have to. They they have to be the market leader in the two and a quarter yeah. Little League, but bat. Yeah, they have to. They have to be the the one that has the best bat. I think Deaverney is okay. I think Louisville's all right with not having that bat. And I think who else after that? Like, I don't think a Marucci bat's going to kind of take hold and be the you know the next. Uh, great Little League bat, so I think it, it has to be Easton. It's just how good will it be? Like, will it be $100 good, or would it be, you know, is it worth $100, or is it worth, uh, is it hitting like a $100 bat, or is it hitting like what that make of $280 maybe best bat of all time was hitting like? What What is what is the S5? Do you, you, guys, you guys carry the, the S500? Do you, do you yeah, so the S500 is... Uh, a nice word for it, I'll be nice, is uh, is almost like a big box retailer yeah. type of, uh, like, a, a you know, obviously no more sports already, but it was a bad that sports already probably, uh, you know, did very well with, it's like a $70 retail bat, probably first to second year player, someone that's almost, uh, you know, couldn't try out for travel, and then after they try out for travel, they'll probably get a new bat, so it's, it's a good bat, it's just not exactly the greatest bat. Yeah, yeah, we talk about that. I, th- I think we review it on the side. It's just sort of that what we call a value purchase bat. You know, if, if you are if if you're more concerned about um, uh, making con- yeah, yeah more more concerned about price than about making contact, then it's it, it it's in your wheelhouse. So so maybe that leads into this this next section, which is so I, let's say I'm a consumer. Uh, well, which which I am a consumer of baseball bats and softball bats. And and by the way, this is not affecting little league softball. The the, the one point two zero BPS. Yeah, that was that's actually interesting. Yeah, because I I haven't received a whole lot of that, but there have been people that have asked and been like, hey, uh, you know, every Facebook poster is like, hey, make sure you're you know you're checking. You know, people are almost like you know doing the favor of the of the person that's looking at the the, the deal or something like that. They're like, hey, make sure you know that you can use this bat next year. It's like a softball bat. So it's yeah, that's that's kind of key. It's not softball, not affecting softball. Yeah, not it's not fat because because the integrity of the game for twelve year old girls is not it's not important or whatever. I don't know. I'm just sort of making fun a little. I don't I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the phrase integrity of the game. Whatever that's supposed to mean. I think softball has it uh, almost figured out. Like they don't complicate it too much. You know, you start talking about integrity of the game, like that 
probably takes a lot of thought to come up with that statement there. And like, you know, I don't think they just thought of it one day. So it's like softball really is like nothing changes in softball. They had it a couple of years ago. They had a not an issue, but they had something going on with the stamp where they were like grandfathering bats in and stuff like that. And ultimately, they ended up saying like, this is too complicated. We're just gonna, in, in shorter words, obviously, or you know. Uh, more complex words, let's say that, they said, like, hey, every bat's going to be grandfathered in. This is just too much of a mess for us to kind of handle. So they grandfathered every bat in, and they said, from now on, every bat needs to have the new ASA, uh, the new USSA thumbprint on it, because it used to just say 1.1, uh, like, something on it as far as BPF. So yeah. they, they kind of went, went that route. Yeah, and we didn't say anything about safety either. And, and you know, the, the, the press release specifically says, I mean, I'm sure, but it, it's, it's, this is not about safety. Um and I don't know. I don't know again if the, you know these seven guys sitting in a room who are voting on stuff or however it works. If that if that comes up, I, I, there's definitely some kids I've seen get up, you know, and my boys playing third base, and I'm like, oh wow, you know, take a step back. Like this guy can this guy can rake, and you're you know you're 70 feet or whatever it is away from this guy. Uh, uh, so they don't say it's safety, and I don't know if they do that more of a, as a PR stunt or if they, again again the integrity of the game throws me off. I keep saying that, but, but, you know, I don't know if it's safety, I, but, but we didn't mention that. I think a lot of parents say, oh, it's, it's, they're just scared that some kid's going to get a concussion on shortstop and sue Little League International because the bats are, are dangerous. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that is a thought. I think more so than anything, it's, uh, it's a lot of people are probably dropping out of Little League. They're going to the, to the USSA front where, you know, in your your kids, you know, they use what big barrel bat? Um, yeah, yeah, playing? yeah. Two two and three quarter, two and five eighths. That's what we use most of the time. So the manufacturer a couple of years ago came to us and said, "Hey, uh, the two and three, the two and three quarter bat, and the two and five eighths bat, those are going to be the bats that people are going to be asking about." This was five years ago, and we almost were like, "We sell no two and three quarter. We're in New Jersey, uh, you know, tri-state area, New York, Connecticut." No one's buying that stuff. You know, no one's buying a two and three quarter bat, a junior big barrel bat. What is what is that? You know, that that was like a head scratcher to us. And actually, believe it or not, it's funny turning around and of course it comes uh, full circle because you know this year they're switching over. Next year we start carrying junior big barrel bats and two and three quarter bat, and that stuff is like you talk about. You know, the, the crazy week last week and uh, and this week too. That stuff is just flying two and three quarter, two and five eighths. You, you, we can't have enough of them in stock. You know, they just don't last. It's just people are jumping all over them. Junior big barrel bat, and uh, I think that's because a lot of people, there's a market out there. People play two and three quarter. People play two and five eighths at, at the young level. So I think uh, that could be possibly why Little League, obviously it doesn't sound that great, right, coming out and saying that. It doesn't sound great. Hey, we want to switch from going from that uh, two and a quarter bat and the whole uh, 1.15 BPF. We want to go to the new USA bat standard. Because we're not, we're, because we're losing members, that doesn't sound so good, right? Yeah, no, and that, yeah, that, that, that's actually a thought I haven't. We we talk about how how it's going to dumb down the bats so much, but they are increasing the diameter to two and five eighths. I mean that it, that will from a pure hitting standpoint, from a pure offensive production standpoint, that's a that's a real benefit. <laughs> Obviously, that's a, that's a real benefit to have, you know, almost a half of an inch bigger barrel, which means your sweet spot's bigger, which means your chance of contact's bigger. So may, maybe I'm looking at all this wrong. May, may, maybe come come January, or I guess spring of, of, of 2018, we'll find that offensive production, maybe there's not as many home runs, but maybe there's less strikeouts, maybe there's more singles, uh, maybe there's more, you know, just pure contact simply because... That's- the yeah. bat is wider. I, maybe I don't. I haven't really thought through that. I guess. I guess we'll see. I would be surprised, but I guess. Yeah, that's possible. a good. That's a good point too. Yeah, maybe it is. It could be that too. That could be. Hey, we we don't like you know. Yes, obviously the home runs we joke, but yeah, we want to see more singles and we want to see more you know uh, you know base to base hits and stuff like that. You know, maybe they want more of that. So that could because they are going to that big barrel bat. So it's it's big barrel bat and plays more like a wood bat. So. That that is a, is a great point that that could possibly be be the reason behind it. There's a million different uh, reasons why they could do it, but I, I think ultimately it's just not going to be a great bat, a great performing bat. So you might lose members just based off of that, right? Yeah, I think that's a real fear. I, I think you know the la- the last thing we need is is more striking out and more, and, and we we don't how do how would we say it? We don't need hitting to be more difficult for little little kids. <laughs> like hitting is. When we talk, you know, everybody talks about this. Hitting a baseball 
is hard. It is very hard to do, right? We always say that, you know, even the best, you know, three out of ten times. Uh, yeah, gets you in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that's right, gets you in the Hall of Fame. Like, it is already hard enough to hit a baseball and get on base. Uh, let's not make that any more difficult. But, you know, again, maybe the whole bigger barrel, sure, we're coming down on the ability to actually get some trampoline effect, but, hey, it's a bigger barrel. We're going to put more balls in play. And, man, anybody who's watched Little League for more than about 14 seconds will realize if you can just put the ball in play and make that third baseman make a play, man, you're probably going to get on base. I mean, there's just so yeah. many – there's ease all over the place, you know. I mean, it's, well, welcome to Little League, right? So may, maybe, you know, we'll see. So, so I, I guess that all leads to this big question. So it's obviously not affecting softball, so it's not, it's not going to change, you know, the way that I buy stuff. But, but what – so what is the best buying strategy? I mean, you mentioned, you know, July next year, which makes sense. Come July – 2017 if there's any leftover brand new inventory in you know vendor vendor houses and manufacturing houses they are probably about ready to, you know their accountants writing that off because it's like this is this bet is soon to be worthless so we could expect the price to be almost to your point under cost but yeah. but, but but who needs a two and a quarter little league capital little league bat in 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 July next year? I mean that, that's sort of the point. That's why it's going to be so well. Cheap. There's 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 you know summer obviously summer is kind of halfway through. I always make a joke once it kind of hits July fourth, summer's over for me at least. But uh, you know then there's August, there's September, there's October. So there's some playing left to do. And uh, I would say you know there will be someone out there that might want to buy it. It's just will the market you know uh, appear itself? You know will market overseas or you know but little league is so big that it's just it's affecting everybody you know bb core was one thing it was high school and college that's it maybe some and then eventually some seven eighth graders later but it's like little league is 12 and under and everyone around the world plays it so it's crazy to think about that this is really going to affect that many people oh yeah I, that's funny you say overseas I'm, i don't think about that at all but i think that that may be the best answer close out bats may see you know an uptick in Korea or wherever. I mean, they play a ton of baseball over there, so maybe uh, maybe there's a chance to unload some. That, that'd be interesting to see. What so what, what what should be my like as a, as a consumer? What would be your advice as a strategy? Uh, and, and and let's just assume this person will be affected. Of course, the people that won't be affected, their strategy is just what what it usually is. Look for a good deal. Maybe buy maybe buy uh, the 2017 model uh, in you know Black Friday 2017. So buy kind of last year's model. That stuff will still stay true. Obviously, softball will stay true. But for that person, and I guess they would probably be you know their son. Uh, I guess you know, daughters can play little league baseball too, so that's fine. So their son or daughter is. You know, nine, ten, or maybe eight, nine, ten, or eleven uh, for this coming year, um, and they they play in a league that requires to uh, that, that 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 falls under the little league uh, standards. And let's just assume that that league is going to enforce them come January one, two thousand eighteen. What, what what would you suggest is the right strategy? Uh, well, I think now you know, selfishly, I would say. Ultimately, hey, buy the Little League bat. That's pure from a selfish standpoint. But from a real standpoint, I would say, obviously, go in with it, you know, thinking like, hey, do I need the bat right now? You know, there's some people that come in and we size them up, and it's like we have no problem telling them, hey, dude, you don't need a new bat. You just got a 30 inch maker. Why do you need a 31 after three months? You didn't grow that much. And, uh, you know, then you kind of almost, not calling a 12-year-old kid out, but you're just like, hey, you don't need it. You know, you just wanted mom and dad to spend more money. You know, the parents appreciate it, and I think it's kind of what makes us different. But I would say if you really ultimately need a new bat, get one now. Get one. You you have three months, I I look at it. You have, you know, December, January, and March to kind of – you know, well, January, February, and then March, so maybe four months. And once kind of March comes, you can kind of feel out where you're going to be. And then if you really don't need any of that, maybe you wait for the new USA bat. I would say if you look at it and you say, hey, we want to get a bat for next for this spring and summer, now's the time to get a bat. This would be the best time to get a bat. If you kind of ultimately kind of wait and wait and wait, and the more you wait, just wait for the new bat to come out, you know? That would be kind of what I would do. Or wait for one of those deep, like like you said, you know, accounting coming in, all that stuff. Wait for one of those type of days and get one of those bats and see, hey, maybe we could use it in a tournament or two. You know, Mako's a great bat. If you could get it under, you know, uh, cost, that would be something to, to definitely be happy about. Yeah, I I like that. I think that's if I was a parent, I think that's definitely one way. I, I think the other thought that I, I might do if I was a parent in that situation, I, you know, I. I 
you know, third third party or gray market stuff, um, it, you can you can often find pretty good deals. Uh, it, you know, for us right now, it's December. If you're listening to this in April or March or February, I found it's a real bad time to buy used bats in the secondary market because everybody is doing it. Your real chances is really around October, like July, middle of July through October. I think a lot of parents just got done with, you know, little, little Timmy. We keep picking on little Timmy, but little Timmy's bat, uh, that they just spent 400 bucks on, you know, in, in December for Christmas. And now they're going to sell it on eBay to try to recoup some costs. All that stuff happens, at least, you know, somebody who like obsesses over this, like July through October and maybe a little bit into December. If you're listening to this now, um, you know, the beginning of December, you wouldn't be crazy to check to check a secondary market like an eBay to see. At least I'm thinking of a strategy I would do. I would probably yeah. look and see if I could find some two and a quarter, you know, to like a 2015 or 16 Mako. Because yeah, I you never know where that, where that will take you. You know, all of a sudden you're like, hey, you know, these, uh, these USA bats are no good. We want to go back to the two and a quarter. Your league saying you can use two and a quarter. That you know, know what your league's doing. I think that's the most important from us. Yeah. Uh, that we that we we don't tell people, hey, know what your league like aggressively like that. But almost in a way, it's like, especially the walking customer because we we get a lot of walking where we're from, and it's like every league has. We're in New Jersey. It's not the biggest state, and we're in one county too. Maybe between three counties. So between the three counties, there's like a million different leagues to keep track of. I mean, you know, the one league has one rule, another league has one rule. It's like, what league are you playing in? And then from there, then we're able to kind of know. So it, I almost want to say to the parent, like, know the league you're playing in. Absolutely. And then, then your answer is right there when to kind of buy it. If your like, league is using anything goes, get the two and a quarter now. If your league's like, if your son is, this is his last year in Little League, Get the little league back right now, right? That would be that's yeah. your best case scenario. If you're that parent, you're you're golden, right? Yep. Because next year it's something else. So who cares? Yeah, that's get yeah. the get the last year's makeup. That would be the best bet. What what I wouldn't do, um, and I think that I think that, that that you're exactly right. Step one: find out what league you're in. And I think a lot of parents will find, and players will find. Oh, this doesn't affect me. Uh, there's definitely yeah. there's definitely a group of people that it will affect, no doubt about it. But I think the majority of baseball players in in, in lowercase little league will find, oh, this this actually is not going to affect me because I play in comp ball or I play U A or something like that. Um, but what I what I wouldn't and and by the way, it's yet to be seen if U A is going to follow suit with this. We there's been some rumors, but there's been no announcement. Are you under that same impression? We don't know, and, and at least in the short run, it doesn't it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. It might. I don't. I don't think they will. I think they'll only follow it, uh, you know, like years later. I think yeah. they'll follow yeah, it. I like, so. you know, for right now, they're going to be like, hey, this could be a benefit to us. This could be good. You know, people could, you know, unfortunately leave Little League and come to us and use our, you know, use our, uh, you know, playing field uh, because it's uh, kind of less complicated, let's say that, in a way. Yeah, and, and, and there's so many of these unaffiliated, although they kind of subscribe to you, Triple S, I just don't think. I don't think they ha- they have as much enforcement ability. I mean, there's clearly some yeah. tournaments, but it's not like you know Capital Little League where it's like, yeah, they, they kind of control the show up, up to the Little League World Series. Um, yeah, that that'll, that'll be interesting. But but here's something I would not do as a parent for sure. I would not think that because it's a wood bat, because it's a wood standard, therefore, oh, I'm just going to get my kid to swing wood. And we talk about yeah. it often the site. Sure, wood bat performance, uh, uh, wood bat performance. And and this bat, you know, this USA bat or BB core bat performance has the same batted ball coefficient of restitution, which is what BB core stands for. It means that the ball trampolines at a certain rate off of the bat, you know, given certain conditions, right? So yeah, I so so but 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 what that doesn't mean it doesn't mean that the swing weight is the same. It doesn't mean that the length of the the barrel is the same. It doesn't mean the length of the sweet spot is the same. None of those and and those things. Uh, contribute in large measure to the success of a of a bat at the plate. So just because it has quote unquote wood like performance, doesn't and it means it doesn't have any wood in it. People uh, yeah get very confused with that. They think like oh this is a hybrid wood bat. Like I, I almost it's almost uh, laugh at that because like there is no such thing. <laughs> yeah no no exactly. All they're doing is controlling if it's a composite right. They're just controlling the fibers of that composite plastic. To, to perform like wood, but 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 that but if you if you ever hit with a wood bat, even the best wood bats, you know the sweet spot is only you know an inch or two big, 
um, don't assume that the, the, the sweet spot on these new USA bats is only going to be an inch or two big. They're going to be much, well, if the manufacturers can do it right, they're going to be much bigger, uh, much bigger than that. So don't, so what I wouldn't do is say, oh, my 11-year-old son's going to go to wood because it's it's all the same. It's really, it's not going to be the same. I'm not saying you, sh- you can't hit with wood, you know, and BP and, and stuff like that. But don't think you're getting around the system by buying like a wood bat, like this is what they're coming out with. That's right. Minutes. That's right. Don't, yeah. don't think that you somehow beat the system. Um, yeah. And I assume, and I haven't read it from USA Bats, but I assume wood bats will be approved. That, 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 that those you'll be able to swing with those. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't, I don't see why I mean, you could. There are some leagues that they're just regular rec use wood bats. I mean, I would I would also assume yeah they would be fine. Yeah, I can't imagine that they would they would ban that. That, that wouldn't make any sense. Um, but you know, I don't think this I don't think the standard change makes a ton of sense anyways. But. But you know, we'll see. But but like I said, maybe, maybe that two and five eights, maybe that little piece, maybe maybe there actually will be more offensive production, less home runs, yet more balls in play. I mean, maybe more kids having fun too. Maybe uh, you know, every kid kind of hitting in the lineup, uh, singles, doubles, stuff like that will be good. And maybe this will definitely spark uh, something that you know, literally thinks uh, that they were missing as far as the integrity of the game, which you know is probably the. Most interesting point to it, like we said from the beginning, the integrity of the game. Like, is that to define integrity of the game? Is that the integrity of the game? Like, not every kid in lineup hitting home run, every kid having a make out, hitting one out. You know, it, that probably would be what they would say as far as integrity of the game. Um, Max, it's been good to talk to you, man. I think I think uh, I, I don't know if people like this conversation, but I like talking to you about bats. <laughs> so yeah, this, this is what we do. Uh, this is what we do all day. So, uh, you got any good articles coming out or man, it's, it's, it's that time of year where I look through all the bats that have come out and there's just not a ton of, uh, there's not a ton of bats we haven't reviewed yet. Yeah. And, and so we're sort of at that point where we're like, well, we reviewed everything cause everything's released at this point. Everything gets released as you know, before, before the holidays hit. Um, and so sometimes there's like little stragglers that we haven't, like we just reviewed the Easton S3 for this year. Um, which is really just a reprint from last year, but they're, but they're, but again, they're producing it. And the XL3, I think we published today. Um, but again, these are no, nothing super exciting about these bats outside of the fact that hey, they're going to make it again, and you can go to their site or probably you guys and who, whoever else and buy it, right? Um, but there's no like, you know, there's no like the Quattro, right? There's no like new. Oh my goodness, no one ever thought of this bat. Uh, <laughs> here, here comes a new idea. So there's not not in terms of that. Right now, we sort of just keep testing the bats, and we hit them, and we play with them, and then come, uh, usually before the big rush comes, which is for us about the middle of February, first of February, um, we'll put out a little more, some of our best bat articles. Um, but outside of that, man, that's about it. We just keep plugging along. We're, we're checking out some batting gloves these days. Uh, we actually uh, uh, got a phone call or an email from a from a, a, a private label company, or not private label, just a private company that makes sunflower seeds. And they want to, they want to send us something so we can we can try out and write a review. I'm like, yeah, it's baseball, sunflower seeds. This is like this goes hand in hand. Yeah, that's that's perfect. How about you guys? I, I assume the next three weeks or four weeks, but you know, maybe up until that week before Christmas is is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's all coming together. The the crazy craziness is behind us, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an interesting time of year. And once December's over, it's uh, we can rest easy and then kind of regroup and get ready for uh, February. Sweet man. Well, how about uh, how about we call you next week and do one more of these, and you know, maybe, maybe somebody will actually download it and listen and make a comment or subscribe. You know, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be great, man. How about uh, same bat time, same bat channel? Sounds good, buddy. Good to talk to you. You too, man. Have a good one. You too.